This podcast contains sexual themes and is intended for open-minded adults. If you're under the age of 18, you should stop listening now. You're listening to Sharing is Caring. In this podcast, we talk openly about our journey into the lifestyle, about opening our relationship and our lives to a whole new way of thinking. Come and share our adventures into sex positivity and ethical non-monogamy. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 9 of Sharing is Caring. I'm Kiwi. And I'm Sherry. In this episode of Sharing is Caring, we're going to talk about our second visit to Cap Dagged. So if you haven't listened to part 1, which was our first visit, that was the last podcast, it's worth going back and uh, checking that one out. Our first visit was quite tame, we were only there for two nights and one full day. So by the time we actually started to get into the mood of it and get, get into the swing of things, um, of things, it was time to leave. But this time we came back a lot more prepared yes but first of all our catch-up we've been doing a few things it's been uh, longer than we expected in between episodes it's been almost three weeks now so what have we been up to recently which is noteworthy <laughs> don't know where to start we went to a wine bar last weekend didn't we yes and we've got a a toy the we vibe connect i think the we vibe sync I think it's a Connect. Connect, yes, it is. Which is a remote controlled one with uh, with your phone. You can put it yeah. on Bluetooth. Yeah. Kiwi absolutely wanted me to wear this to go out. And I was game. So I actually wore it. And uh, and we walked to the wine bar. Then we sat at the wine bar. And then he surprised me by turning it on. <laughs> that was quite intense. Yeah, so we ended up only staying for one drink at the wine bar before Sherry couldn't take it anymore. We had to <laughs> rush home and have lots of sex. Yeah, well, that that thing is working well. <laughs> it's nice vibration and I like that you can control the inside and the outside. It was really arousing. Yeah, because we've used that a few times in the past but never actually been out with it. I think we found a new toy to go out and bring with us. <laughs> It's dangerous, though. <laughs> it's really dangerous. Because if, um, if you put it on high vibration, it's audible. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a fairly noisy toy. So um, there was music in the wine bar, so I don't think people noticed anything. Except maybe the fact that we were on Tinder, <laughs> swiping <laughs> right and left the whole time. Uh, what else has been happening in our lives? We've been going through a bit of a break. So yeah, we haven't been on any dates anything for quite a while, almost four months now. And uh, we had a date scheduled for Thursday evening with uh, Manicorn mm. that we've been really trying to see since February, but just haven't been able to sync up calendars. Yeah. And finally, we had one night where we could meet, where both of us, well, the three of us, didn't have anything planned. And what happened? <laughs> Period. So we sent a message and said we're still keen to meet up, but if it goes that direction, it has to be underwear on play for sherry so yeah. we we all agreed i uh, will just postpone it hopefully we'll meet him this week or next week we haven't confirmed the the date that we we're resetting that to i'm hope, hoping not to not too far from now because yeah. i really want to have a, a night of play with him and you um next weekend it's even though it's a catch-up for what we've done in the past we're going away and uh meeting some really awesome people so that should be fun maybe maybe we'll say a word or two about that next podcast you like to create this little suspense but the big news yes yeah the big news the big event was last night yay so last night we had a date with a unicorn we met on tinder who doesn't live too far from her from us so that was um convenient and because well because of period again the plan was to just meet and have a drink and that was it just you know introduce each other yeah we've all been chatting for the last two weeks almost three weeks yeah and it was time to meet but we thought oh it's just gonna be a nice chat yeah and get to know (laughs) each other a bit so we went to the pub and had a couple drinks and it was going quite well and then the pub closed at 11 o'clock what the hell it's ridiculous so we're like fine we'll go to the wine bar which is open until no one actually knows when it closes. <laughs> it never closes. And had a drink there. And then um, there was a big queue at the bar. So we're like, well, we've got gin at our place. We've got wine at our place. Should we just head back there and have a drink back at our place? We know it's Shark Week. We know it's it's no go. But uh, I wasn't sure if she was going to be keen, but she was like, yeah, yeah, was up for it. Didn't have to ask twice. <laughs> so we said, oh, great, great. Um, do you want to have our address and like tell someone where you're going? Oh, and yeah. Anything like that. She's like, oh, no, no. 
Yeah, uh, was, I was um, actually quite happy about that. That she felt safe enough not to not to text our address to anyone. Oh, but still, it's it's definitely I can understand why. Oh yeah, yeah. Want to. But I felt a bit flattered. I think it's good to give people the option. Yeah. We all jumped in the Uber and headed back to our place. Mm-hmm. And we had a drink, and then someone suggested strip poker. I wonder who who that was. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> who, who would do that? And the unicorn was actually quite keen to play strip poker. The unicorn, we, sh- we should give her a name. Yes. Uh, so what's her name? She's really into Pokemon. <laughs> we'll call her Mew. 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 <laughs> and she was wearing shed cats on her yeah, outfit. Yeah, so yeah. That's a good one. On two levels. Yeah. Mew. So Mew was quite enthusiastic about the strip poker. She didn't know how to play poker, though. Not that it's complicated. I don't know. I reckon she was hustling us. <laughs> so you think that's she, what she said she, she, she lost knew. on purpose or <laughs> <laughs> well, she didn't lose i i lost by like several items of clothing <laughs> when we were teaching her to play i was winning every round i was like oh great this is gonna be really good and then as soon as we actually started playing for playing real for real yeah oh man i lost three in a row four in a row and was pretty much naked before <laughs> so anyone at some else. point yeah kiwi was entirely naked while i hadn't removed any piece of clothing that was <laughs> that was quite interesting actually and uh, Mew was in, in between. But you both ended up almost, na- well, you naked, uh, almost naked, while I was still wearing my dress. And then naturally it turned to the loser has to kiss the winner. So then everyone wins except the person who comes in the middle. And that was me. <laughs> so I was still wearing my clothes and I didn't get, get to kiss. <laughs> so at some point I just joined you to kiss. Yeah, it only took a couple of rounds to, it, to evolve <laughs> into a lot more. Well, I was in the middle and you were both kissing right in front of me. So what could I do? Yeah. No choice. <laughs> you were drawn into it. So, so much for a tame evening because that wasn't the end of it, was it? So yeah, after we've, been, after we've been kissing for a lot on the couch, we decided to move into the bedroom without going into too much details because this podcast is going to be focused on, on Capdag. We ended up having a great evening until the early hours of the morning. Once the birds were up, it was getting oh, light. Oh, but the birds, they get up so early in this country. It's ridiculous. I know, right? Well, maybe it's just the sun that's up too early. Because it was not even 4am and the birds were already chirp, chirping outside. Yeah. But she was very, very good and very, very enthusiastic. It was a shame that she had to, uh, well, it was the same. It was that time of month. But yeah. you found out that yours had actually cleared up. So you, you were fine. Yeah. I wasn't sure initially, but you never know really how long it's going to be. And then we ended up all just falling asleep on the bed. It was quite nice lying in the middle with... Yeah, you were in the middle. A beautiful woman <laughs> under each arm. Yeah, that was exactly the picture. Arms open, both women cuddling into your arms and you with a stupid grin on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, that's probably like my favourite thing of the night. Oh. And we all sort of slept like that until we woke up in the morning. Yeah, too early. Yeah, well, didn't get that much sleep. No. And then in the morning we kind of got in the mood again. And carried on for another round. Yeah, another few hours. So we're a bit tired now. <laughs> yeah, we've probably had about an hour and a half sleep at most. <laughs> with all the waking up and not being that comfortable sleeping. But hey. And being hard all night. Yeah. So we'll uh, definitely we'll keep in touch with her. Oh yeah, I hope so. There's a lot of potential here. So for our main topic, we're talking about our second visit to Cap Dagged. At the end of last episode, I think we'd just left Cap and we were... Um, we went to sets in Montpellier and that sort of thing. We uh, spent a couple of days just looking around Montpellier area and that sort of thing. And we were and sitting... it's a lovely area, we have to say. Yeah. We, we both love it. It's a beautiful town. But we, we were kind of trying to figure out where to go next because we had only booked the first half of our holiday. And yeah, we were discussing options together, sitting at a cafe or something. Yeah, looking on a map at different places that were close by. Were, oh, that might be nice to go there. But I think we both knew where we really wanted to go back. <laughs> but none of us dare <laughs> saying it. I think we we're both like a bit mindful of what the other would think. Funny as it are. You know what? I'm just going to say what we're both thinking. Let's go back to Cap for another couple nights and stay in one of the nice hotels. Yeah. So I couldn't say no to that because we'd had such a nice time. The first time around, and the hotels looked amazing, so I really wanted to go. Yeah, we'd seen them from the outside and had seen them online and that sort of thing. So we decided we'd go back and stay at Le Jardin d'Eden. Eden, yeah. If I can even pronounce it. Le Jardin d'Eden. <laughs> and it's like one of the premium sort of hotels in Cap Dagged area. It's a Libertine hotel. Yes, and it's couples only. Being a Libertine hotel, that's that means that pretty much anything goes. You can have sex wherever you want. Yeah, it's just... um. They don't expect it to be tame during the day and 
and a bit more crazy at night. You can you can have sex by the pool, you can have sex in the pool, you can have sex at the bar, anywhere, or on the balcony of your flat or the little terrace, wherever, basically. Haven't seen people doing it in the restaurant. <laughs> no, not in the restaurant. That might be... That might be frowned upon. Probably not. If people are eating and people, yeah, I can't, I can't I think see that, that happening. Might be a, bit, a bit weird. But people are just going um, around naked or in their lingerie at the restaurant. I guess usually they wear something, but the rest of the hotel, it's pretty much very sexy and very naked. Yeah, I can't remember if it was mandatory nudity at the pool. I think it was. I think, I think, think was. there was a sign saying it was. So we decided to go for the all-inclusive package. Well, it's not really all-inclusive. It includes your all your meals and two drinks per day, I think. One for lunch, one for evening. So it's not quite all-inclusive. But it also, those meals and drinks can be had at a lot of different places around all of Capdag. There's a lot of participating restaurants. Yeah, there are a few, restaurants. Of, uh, few restaurants, quite a few restaurants, and some of them are included. So you get you get like vouchers and you need to give them at the restaurant. You either had up to a certain value at the restaurant or they had a set menu especially for mm. their guests. I think that was quite convenient for a couple of days. For the first time, we just got to discover that. Yeah. Um, it was a bit limiting. Yeah, I think if we went again, well, we're not getting it this time. <laughs> yeah. We'll say that. We're not getting it. It made things a bit easier and it was a bit cheaper than going and buying all the meals yourself, but you were limited to having to eat at those particular places and if you wanted to skip a meal then you sort of lost that meal or if you wanted just to buy crisps at the supermarket and have a snack at home instead of having a full meal you could well you could but then you lost the meal sherry had to call up and do the booking over the phone of course because of my french yeah because they wouldn't understand what i was saying uh so we we booked that and then the next day went to uh where did we go Saint-Guilhem-le-Désert. You just don't want to say it. Which is a really cool little town. Oh, it's, it's really cute. Really, really cute. But uh, we made sure we got up quite early and went early so we could get to Cap Dags at a reasonable time. We don't want to arrive too late. And I think once again, as we're walking around Saint-Guilhem, we um, probably both thinking about oh, this, this afternoon, looking forward to this afternoon. <laughs> and also, all the people you see, you kind of wonder, oh, are they naturists or are they swingers? And you're kind of in the mind... Yeah, I wonder what they look like with no clothes on. <laughs> we arrived about four o'clock, was it? No, it wasn't that late. It was probably people finishing their lunch. Oh, really? I can't remember. Yeah, so probably it was about two o'clock that we arrived. Well, we had to, to figure out where to go to... Because you can't go and go directly to the hotel because you need um, some kind of key fob yeah. to get in. So it's actually when you arrive at the gate, you need to go and chat with people at the desk. So they give you your vouchers and the keys and everything. Yeah, the check-in for the hotel is at the entrance to the naturist village, not the entrance to the hotel. And we made the mistake of going to the entrance of the hotel first and then trying to look around and find it. But we had to actually call them and say, well, where do we go? How we get in yeah that was a mistake of us um but this time we're gonna know yep so we arrived a bit earlier than our room was ready i think our room was going to be ready at four but we arrived at two that sort of thing so we just sat down and had lunch yeah that was quite nice they just said oh yep give us your luggage sit down we'll bring you food we'll bring you drinks mm, it was like, lovely oh, okay great can't complain about oh, that. it felt like luxury after yeah. after being in just a normal flat having people take care of you like that it really felt nice and then by the time we finished eating, our room was ready a little bit early. So we went and dropped our stuff off and had a look and it was lush. Oh, such a lovely room with a big bed. The bed was really the, the main event in the room. It was huge, yeah. yeah. And uh, and you could see through to the bathroom with a big bathtub. And there was a little kitchen area, but we didn't spend much time in there at all. Yeah, the one thing I do remember is the bottle opener. It was absolutely shit. <laughs> like... <laughs> I screwed it in and then went to pull down the little wings that lift up and, and it just snapped. That broke it, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, what? So I then had to go out to the bar and say, oh, the, this broke, can I have a new one? So they gave me a new one, I went back, but it was the same quality and it just bent as soon as I pulled it down. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> I don't want to go out and ask for a new one straight away again. <laughs> the thing is, breaking them all. <laughs> After you had broken all the bottle openers and we had had a couple of wines, so I think we went for... A walk around. Yep. Got naked and went to explore again. Oh, yeah. And our plan for the evening was to have an early-ish evening because we had had quite a, a full day with a lot of driving and exploring and getting up early. So we went to Melrose thinking, oh, well, we'll just have a few dances 
a few drinks and then go back to bed. Yeah, we're thinking we'll get an early night tonight. It's the first night here. You know, much like the first night when we came the first time. Well, famous last words, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the best laid plans, right? <laughs> so uh, once we were at Melrose, uh, the waiter actually recognized us. And I think cool. more you than me. <laughs> he really had a thing for you. Um, and he remembered our drinks. So yeah. he was like, oh, you want this, you want that. I can't remember what we ordered. I got mojito. Yeah, you always get a mojito. And mine was probably a sweet, fruity cocktail. Um, and we also recognized a few people that were um, dancing around uh, that we had seen the previous days. So that's quite nice, actually, this feeling that you know the people around. Yeah, well, and you start to recognize people. Not know them, but you've seen them before. Yeah. And I think when we're there this time for, what, eight days, we'll get even more of that. And what the hell? Someone's cutting down a tree just outside our window. So if you hear lots of weird noises, that's what it is. So yeah, we were at Melrose. We danced for quite a while with a few people. And um, there was a, a sexy young young couple. Do you remember them? Well, yeah. Of course you remember them. <laughs> um, they caught our eye, but they were they're quite busy sexy dancing with another woman. So we didn't really um, engage with them. They looked like they'd already found someone and were happily focusing on each other. So as the night got on, um, we noticed those uh, three young people that had been sexy dancing together um, coming toward our way and also looking at us. And they were really, really hot, as in, I don't know how to describe it. They were like model hot. Yeah, model hot, the two girls. And the guy was really hot as well. Um, quite exotic as in well turns out they were brazilian spoiler alert <laughs> um but yeah they were dancing and then getting closer and closer and i thought oh my god um i really didn't think I, I thought they were so out of our league at some point they were right next to us and of course i'm too shy to do anything ever oh. so <laughs> I, i'm getting better i think but at that You're time getting a lot better now at that time i wouldn't have made the first move at all so uh, what happened is one of the hot women took my hand while we were dancing. And so we made eye contact and then all of a sudden we were kissing. <laughs> you blinked and you were kissing. Yeah. Don't know how it happened. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so hot. That's when we learned that there were actually three Brazilians who were in a throuple. So they were all together and traveling together, which was quite cool. So it wasn't just a couple who was talking to another good-looking woman, they were all together. The drawback was that they didn't speak any English or French. <laughs> and uh, they spoke a bit of Spanish, like most Brazilians do. But my Spanish is quite limited. We still managed to communicate-ish. Ish. Um, we got the important parts. Yeah, well, I guess sometimes it's a uh, body language. Yeah, you don't really need words. So how did they look? Um, so one of them had... Blonde straight hair. Blonde and, straight hair. And fake boobs. Yeah, well, they both had... Um, no, both no, had the brunette had uh, very the small natural ones. Okay. Oh, my memory is... Uh, I remember the boobs because okay. the brunette had similar to mine. Okay. So the blonde, yeah, had quite large breasts, um, was very slim as well. Mm -hmm. So on her having the large breasts was very... They stood out a lot. Yeah. Um, and very sort she of was dark tall. tan skin. Yeah, she was, they were both tanned. She was blonde and tanned and tall. And the brunette was... Shorter, but still very slim. Small boobs. And the guy, I can't really remember him too well. Um, n a bit buff, not not super slim, quite buff. Yeah. Uh, medium height, um, dark hair. And handsome face. Yeah, well, the typical Brazilian, I guess, how you imagine them. So eventually we figured out that we all wanted to go and carry on dancing somewhere else because Melrose was coming to a bit of a close. <laughs> carry on dancing. So um, we went to another club. Uh, was it Le, Le Tantra? Yeah, Le Tantra. Mm. So tantra. <laughs> so we were trying to chat as we were walking. That was a bit hard. That was hard on me, actually. I had to find yeah, my Spanish. I knew that there was no hope for me to communicate. <laughs> so I just accepted that. It was up to Sherry to, to chat. Yeah, well, broken, broken Spanish. So we walked our way over there. And it's not far. It's like five, ten minute walk. Oh, yeah, it's, it's really close. It's just around the corner. It turns out they had a dress code there that we were not aware of. And um, I think that night I had changed because we, were had, we had planned to have an early night. I had changed into my, um, my flip-flops or jandals, as you like to call them. Yeah, I changed my jandals as well. <laughs> because um, the plan was to just have a couple dances at the, at the Melrose and then go back. So we didn't need to be dressed up. Although I had a nice dress on, but yeah. flip-flops. So once we arrived at the Tantra... Tantra? 
Le tantra. <laughs> Once you arrive at le tantra, well, they were saying, well, you're not, you're not fulfilling the dress code because you're wearing flip-flops. But they weren't not going to let us in because we were you know, a group with three young, beautiful women. They were not not going to yeah, let us in. Yeah, they were not, not going to let us in. Yeah, well, so. three women, two men. That's uh, the kind of, um, of statistics I like, I suppose. So they um, lent Sherry and I some shoes. <laughs> which were probably about three sizes too large for each of us. <laughs> yeah, and because the shoes were um, kind of a lacy, high-heeled shoes and too big, they were quite dangerous. They really didn't fit and didn't hold my, my feet. So the lady at the at the counter was like, oh, you're going to hurt yourself. That's fine. Keep your flip-flops on. And um, she let me go, go through. Lucky without. for you. Yeah. yeah. I had to put on my big clown shoes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't keep them on for a long time. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. I pretty much put them on, walked upstairs, and then took them off within one minute. If that's what they required to get through the door, yeah, I was happy to put some shoes on. You know what? This summer, I'll bring nice shoes. What did the club actually look like? What was the layout of the club? You walk into the main entrance area, which has got the coat check and where you pay your money to get in. And, and borrow shoes. Like and borrow shoes. <laughs> then if you continue on straight on the ground floor, it opens to a dance floor and a bar area. We didn't actually go in there. I didn't see any of that. So I, can't, I don't actually know what's in there, but it just looked like a dance floor. <laughs> no, we went directly up the stairs or down the yeah. stairs. Upstairs. Up so stairs. off to your left, if you're facing the dance floor area, you go up some stairs and up there are the toilets and a big sort of lounge area, lounge play area. Mm-hmm. And that's open to single men as well. Yeah, that was full of men. <laughs> but then if you go through that, the other half of the upstairs area is a much, much nicer la- lounge. Yeah. And it's much larger as well. couches and kind of, not beds quite. Futons. Yeah. Futons, yeah. And a bar. And it's couples only in that area. Yep. So they had someone at the the entrance to that area just making sure that single men weren't coming in and just keeping an eye out. Like I said, we went straight up there um, to the upstairs bar, got our free drink. Because with, well, free drink, with entry, you get a drink as well. So we got our drink directly. Yeah. And then sat down on the couch. And I don't think it took long for things to actually progress. I remember it being very quick. I think it was, I wasn't even sitting down. I think you had sat down, I was still... I put my drink down and was undoing my shoes. There was no oh, beating around the bush. He he started kissing you. Yeah. Then I think the blonde girl started kissing you. And then the brunette girl sort of motioned for me to come over and sit down next to her and or between her and the blonde girl. Mm-hmm. And I think we sort of at that point got almost separated. It's like they it's like when lions go and like are attacking <laughs> a pack of buffalo. Or antelope, they, they separate people off, they separate Separate them the weak. <laughs> yeah, and they like, take them down. So it's almost like that happened. Like, we got separated from each other, even though we're sitting right next to each other. I had the it, two women... It really felt like we were playing separately yeah. at that time. Yeah. yeah. I had the two women just really heavily focusing on me, straight into it. Yeah, and the man was focusing sol- solely on me. Which, you know... It was, it was fun. Of, yeah, it was fun. It was a bit more swappy than we're usually interested in, especially for, like, straight away off the bat. Yeah, takes... with people we haven't had the chance to chat with or yeah, or really bond with because we couldn't communicate with them. And that's part of the, the danger as well because we hadn't had an opportunity to properly negotiate what we're into and what our boundaries are and that yeah. sort of thing. So then being separated like that was a little bit uncomfortable. But if it's people we've spoken to and we know what's actually happening and it's very clear around what we want to do and what we don't want to do, then that's not such an issue. But we could still see each other at least. I mean, it's not like we were in separate rooms or anything like that. We just couldn't really interact. I do remember though, usually I don't come for quite a while. I usually try and save it and wait. But when I realised I was getting close, I tried to stop them. (laughs) But they seemed to take that as a challenge to keep going and just like try and make me come. So uh, I understand. I would do the same. <laughs> so it was probably after only about half an hour that they both made me come. So I was like, oh, no, damn it, I didn't want to come so early. <laughs> oh, well. So I you know, had to go and clean up and went to the bathroom and everything. And, um, and I was still playing with the guy. And then I came back in and had my drink and sat down and carried on kissing the girls and whatnot. But I think that was the point when the guy really wanted to have sex with you. He really wanted to fuck you. Yes. He was um, insisting a, a little bit. Yeah, he was getting a bit pushy after you said no, no, no. He had an, a huge dick. Do you remember? He mm, was... Yeah, it was thick. <sighs> oh, my God. I think it was, it's one of the biggest one I've ever seen. It's like a Pringles can. <laughs> 
Anyway, he had a big one. And I, I kind of, out of curiosity, I guess I was interested in trying out. But it's not part of what we do. So I, I kept saying no, even though I was curious about it. I just didn't want it. Um, yeah, and I... I'd just come at this point and I could see him being a bit insistent beside me. So I was, I started to get a bit uncomfortable. Then I think because you, your heart wasn't into saying no. You were saying no because that's what we've agreed. Yeah. But your heart definitely wasn't well, in it. And I, I think you I could was pick drunk. Up on that. It was hot. It had yeah. an amazing dick. I didn't want it, but I wanted it. It's, it's. Oh yeah, I definitely yeah. can't blame you. In the heat of the moment, sometimes it's, it's a bit hard to not, not go for it. Although. I think I managed to keep my position, but it was a bit hard because I couldn't explain in Spanish. Oh, no, we're soft swap only or stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't have the vocabulary in Spanish or Portuguese or anything else. And actually, I don't even know how to say it in French. <laughs> <laughs> we need to learn the French vocabulary for swinging. Yep. Um, if anyone yeah. knows it, please contact us. Yes. But anyway, I think he got the message and then sort of went back back, to, back yeah, off a little bit. Yeah. Went back to um, the soft playing again and... Then it wasn't long before I was very hard again. Yeah. And um, I was standing up getting a blowjob from both of the Brazilian women at that point. And that was that was really nice. And then they both started asking me to start fucking them. And I'll tell you what, I can relate to what you were saying about <laughs> really wanting to. I was standing there and there was two beautiful Brazilian women on their knees holding my cock begging me to fuck them. They didn't speak much English, but they knew. They knew how to say, please yeah, fuck, fuck me. me. Please fuck me. <laughs> I remember this. It was actually quite funny. <laughs> I could see how torn you were. <laughs> it was like the most difficult to know. Oh, I felt for you. But once again, it's what we'd agreed. I think, yeah, we, we both would have had a lot of fun, but it probably it wasn't the right time to just throw our boundaries out the window. No, especially with people we can't really chat with. Yep. And when, yeah, which we had met the same night. I don't think that would have been the right time to do that. Yeah, so they were they were really kind of full swap because that's that's what they do. So we, we sort of carried on a bit more, and uh, you joined in and turned it into a triple blowjob, which was my first triple blowjob. Yeah. I think like anything past to it's just adding more people for the theatre of it. it. Doesn't actually add anything to the blowjob. Just job. for the memory. Yeah, and it was almost quadruple because another woman came over and started oh, yeah, joining. Yeah, a nicer uh, ginger woman. Yeah, but she came with her partner and she ended up. The Brazilian guy ended up fucking her, so yeah. he was happy. Yeah. He... <laughs> He got his sex in the end. And um, didn't, didn't he also fuck the Brazilians? Yeah, but he probably fucks them all the time, so it's... Oh, oh boring, you know, yeah, two, you know. two beautiful women. <laughs> <laughs> they ended up leaving not long after that, probably about 4.30 or so. And we decided to stay on a bit longer. I hadn't come again, and we were still both very worked up. Yeah, we were worked up. And um, I want to say also, what was funny is that we were sitting on the couch. I was right next to the entranceway. There was no door. There was just a... An entrance where there was open. And I hadn't realized, but there was a row of men watching what was happening with us. I hadn't seen that. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah, they were um, re-enjoying the show. We agreed to meet the Brazilians at the pool party the next day because there's a pool party at Babylon, I think, twice a week. And it was going to be on the next day. They didn't know about it, so we told them about it. Pool party, Babylon, <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, we managed to communicate that, I guess. And um, for us, it was convenient because um, Jardin d'Eden, where we were staying... It's a sister hotel of Jardin Babylon. So we had access to Babylon um, outside of the pool party hours. So we could just go in advance. For free. Yes, for free. So that was quite good. So we told them about that, that we'd meet them there. And then stayed on at the club a bit longer. Had sex in the middle of the room. Because uh, we're a bit, a bit uh, exhibitionist. Yeah. yeah. I remember the futon being a bit wet, a bit... Moist. Yeah, from previous activities. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't have towels around. That was a big minus for that. So, yeah, we had sex and you came again and then we made it home. Yeah, we walked back to a hotel. It must have been 5.30, 6 in the morning by this point. So, you know, our early night turned into <laughs> it's a big night. It's always the way. When, yeah. you, when you decide to have a quiet one, it just doesn't go that way. But there was, a, there was a guy at the door looking after the hotel door during the nights. A kind of bouncer. Yeah, and he was a great guy. I think we, we stood and chatted to him for about 20 minutes after we arrived back. He was so chatty. Yeah. I think he was probably just bored from standing around all night. And, and he's, he's been his, uh, in, uh, in Cap for so long that he's, uh, he knows everything about the place and can give a good advice. And he was really friendly as well. Yeah, as a wealth of knowledge. If you need anything, let me know. <laughs> yeah. If you need anything when you're in Cap, go and chat with uh, the bouncer of uh, Jardin d'Eden. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but he also advised us to go to... Uh, Babylon a bit earlier and have lunch there 
and put down our towels and that sort of thing so we could claim a good spot for the pool party. And that was a really good advice. Yep, definitely good advice. So the next day, well, we went to bed probably 6 a.m. <laughs> so the next day we had to get up early enough to have breakfast because breakfast is included. And we didn't <laughs> you don't want, want to, to waste that. <laughs> don't miss a free meal. And we were exhausted. Oh, man. We and were a bit so hungover, tired. maybe? Yeah, a little bit hungover. You could say that. Mm. Uh, we had we had some time after finishing breakfast, and we were thinking we'll we'll have a bit of a nap. But naturally, that didn't happen because we were a bit too horny. <laughs> Way too horny after the previous night. So while I was having a shower, yeah, I decided to use my um, bullet vibrator, and I came for. Well, I came after maybe thirty seconds. It was the fastest. That's a record. I had yeah. ever come. Yeah. Because usually it takes you quite a while. Like we're yeah. talking 20 minutes, half an hour. Yeah, but this time, I think it was still right up from the previous night. It took no time at all. That was very impressive. Yeah, so as soon as I got clean from having the shower, I got out and Sherry was even more horny now after <laughs> after mass bathing and coming. So we ended up having sex on the front porch. Well, no, it's not a porch. What do you call it? The patio area. Yeah, terrace. Terrace, yeah. That and was hot too. Then had to go back and have another shower and clean up. And suddenly our nap time had vanished. <laughs> and it was time to go to, the, to lunch before the pool party. You wanted to wake up, so you decided to take a Sudafed. Yeah, because you know, I sometimes have a Sudafed to wake up when I'm going out or just in general if you're tired. And? It works well. It turns out it's a really bad idea. Spoiler <laughs> alert. But we'll, we'll come back to that. <laughs> so we went there an hour early to have lunch and then we put down our towel on a good spot next to the swimming pool. So as we were finishing our lunch, the music was already starting. There was a live DJ. A lot of people starting to collect by the pool yep. and some of them dancing. It was mandatory nudity oh, at yeah. the pool party. I think both uh, pools of the, the hotels are mandatory nudity. Yeah. So we had just eaten, so we decided to lie down, you know, relax a bit first before we get involved in the yeah again party. extremely hungover extremely tired yeah but what an idea as if we could relax when people are starting to <laughs> i mean relax at a pool party really <laughs> but it was nice to watch the view so we watched for a while yeah i wouldn't call it relaxing though we were kind of uh, getting aroused by everything that was happening around us perving yeah perving that's a good term for that yeah so people starting to do action next to the pool in the pool at some point i, I saw a woman she was on the side of the pool and she was squirting really hard inside the pool. That was quite a view. I think they probably turned the uh, chlorine right up. Yeah, I'm hoping they do. So after that, we were thinking, oh, well, now it's time for us to take part in the, in the action. Yeah, it looks like the party's really started. We don't want to miss out. So we sat on the side of the pool, um, just um, sitting by the pool, our legs in the water, watching from up close what was happening. Yeah, sort of I was lightly touching Sherry, teasing her a bit. We were just kissing and lightly touching Enjoying ourselves. Minding our own business. Well, kind of looking around. Okay, we weren't minding our own business. <laughs> because there was a, a quite hot woman next to us. Yeah, that's right. They were very shy. Yeah. We didn't end up talking to them at all because we got distracted. As we were about to start chatting to them, a woman came over and started uh, chatting to us. She came She came right straight to me. She saw us from across the pool and just beelined straight over to us. <laughs> and she was like, hi. Beamed at me, very nice smile, and introduced herself and started chatting and told me I was cute, I think. And I don't know how, how it transitioned, how it happened, but I think within about 30 seconds to a minute of her saying hi, she was between your legs licking you. <laughs> yeah. That was intense, very full on. And then after not too long, her partner, husband... I think husband. his husband came over as well yeah. and joined us. That's when we sort of got in the pool and started to get to know them a bit better. <laughs> know them a bit better. I like your understatement. What should we call them? The Paris couple. Paris couple? Okay. Because if you can't guess, they're from Paris. That's where the <laughs> like really creative name comes from. <laughs> well, I can't think of any other name to give them. Because yeah. there's nothing special at that point about them. We had just met them and they were from Paris. They were quite good looking, both of them. Mm. Young yeah, they were, and friendly. I think she was my age. And he was my age? Yeah. She was She was stunning, I think. She had um, quite short hair. It was a bob cut. It was light brown. And a tan skin. Tan skin, yeah. Very nice body. And her husband had really nice um, green eyes, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, and just pretty face. And they were full of energy, both of them. Yeah. <laughs> They were. They were good fun to be with. Which, yeah, that gave us more energy because we were exhausted. You know, when you're around people with lots of energy, you draw energy from them as well. So we got a lot more lively then. Mm. And there was, you know, definitely a lot of uh, kissing and touching and everything going on. But this is where the Sudafed starts to come back into the story. <laughs> so it turns out when you have Sudafed, you, well, for me, Sudafed plus hungover plus tired means can't get hard. 
which is not the situation you want to be in when you're at a pool party with all sorts of amazing sexy people and all sorts of amazing sexy things going on around us. <laughs> even though I couldn't get hard, I was still having a lot of fun. And and you were still aroused in your mind, even though oh, yeah, your yeah. dick wasn't following. <laughs> yeah, even though I wasn't physically aroused, I definitely was mentally aroused and very much enjoying all the interactions. Oh, there was so much happening in so little time. It's sensory overload. Yeah, in the water as well. So we got chatting to them about different fantasies as well mm-hmm. and what people, what we wanted to do and what bucket list items that people have and that sort of thing. And um, the guy mentioned that he always wanted to try playing with another man, but he has never found anyone that has really been interested enough before or just never been the right opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, it's really interesting. Yeah, I'm the same, in the same boat. It's something I've always wanted to try, but it's never really happened. I think you were too picky. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we just hadn't been swinging for long enough at that time. I think so, yeah. We hadn't really opened, put ourselves out there as that's what we're searching for. So we didn't find people that were searching for the same thing or we yeah. weren't vocal about it. Yeah. But that's something we definitely now are a lot more vocal yeah. about. So as soon as you both realized that... Well, it wasn't. Were... It sort of just fell by the wayside in conversation, yeah, actually. Yeah, but I, I, I can remember, like, sparkles in the eyes. But it didn't, nothing happened straight away. No, no, no. Not straight away. And then sort of kept on playing. And as we were playing, it was very much... It was very fluid, the whole pool situation. Maybe because we were in water. Hey. <laughs> They had some friends as well that they introduced us to and we'd ran into another couple of other people there. So we we sort of would come together with the different people that we knew and play around a bit, kiss a bit, and then sort of drift apart and then to other people and then drift apart and back together. And it was just a really great, fluid way of of interacting. Yeah, and meeting new people that were quite friendly and attractive. Yep. Yeah, everyone was so good looking. Yeah, maybe the cocktails we're drinking helped with that. (laughs) Maybe. Their goggles. At one point, I remember, I was still having a lot of trouble getting hard, which was really disappointing, but wasn't stopping me. I remember breaking apart with, I can't remember who it was, and sort of coming over and I saw Sherry kissing and playing with um, Mr. Paris. Yeah, Mr. Paris. Yeah. And I thought, I'll come up behind Sherry and join in as well. So I went up behind Sherry and started kissing her neck and touching her a bit, rubbing her down her back and her breast. You know, just adding a bit of touch to get her more excited by what was happening. Then I felt what I thought were her hands come around and start rubbing my cock and start touching me. And I was like, oh, it's nice. But um, then I was look up from kissing her neck and realised that Sherry had both of her arms around Mr. Paris's neck. <laughs> I was kissing him, and it was actually Mr. Paris's hands that were rubbing me and touching me. <laughs> and I was instantly rock hard. I went from having a lot of trouble getting hard throughout the pool party to having this first interaction with another man and just being extremely hard. So basically, you think I'm touching you, nothing. You realize a guy is touching you, super hard. Thank you. <laughs> I think it was the whole such a novelty of it. Such a new experience and unexpected, and there was still this taboo in my mind because it's not something I'd done before. And also, the society is not as encouraging of men on men interaction compared to women on women, so it's a taboo as well for that. Naturally, I started wandering my hands down and playing with him at the same time. And I think it took you a good minute or so to actually realise what was happening. Yeah, well, I was, I was busy. I was busy kissing him, so I didn't really realise. But then at some point, I can't remember how I realised, but when I did, oh my God, it was so hot. <laughs> it was really hard to, to see that you were being touched and you were touching him. It was, and I was in the middle. Ah, oh, yeah, it was a nice moment. Because you were always a bit apprehensive about me playing with another guy yeah i was um i was a bit fearful that i would get jealous but it was totally the opposite i was very into it i was aroused like nothing it was oh just loved it and then i think um mrs paris saw from across the pool and she came over so excited she was (laughs) she was elated she was over the moon because she really really had wanted to see mr paris play with another guy for a long time it was one of her fantasies and she was so so excited so everyone was excited yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah we continued to play a little bit more with them them two and the couple of their friends they had uh, introduced us to for the rest of the party I found Miss Paris to be a lot more touchy straight after that. Well, for the rest of that party. <laughs> touchy with you, you mean? Yeah. So as the as the party started to draw to a close, um, we we all sort of agreed, uh, we'll, we'll definitely keep in touch and we should meet up 
So we exchanged numbers and they introduced us to some more of their friends who were at the party, which we'd interact with. Oh, I forgot. The Brazilians came to the party. Yes, they did. They arrived a bit late, didn't they? Yeah, they arrived quite late. But we were well into partying with other people. So we sort of said hi and gave them a kiss and that sort of thing. But they just lay in the sun side of the pool and didn't really get in and get involved. So we're like, well, we're not going to... We're not going to stop playing with the people we're playing with just because they were not yeah. doing anything. But it was still nice to see them. Yeah, it was still good to see them. It was, they were they, happy they to They looked us. even better in the, in the daylight. Yep. Yeah. The two girls especially. Yeah, where was I? Uh, at the end, we swapped numbers and they introduced us to another group of their friends, another couple, who actually were the hot couple, well, a hot couple that we saw from the first time that we were there and really admired and went, oh, they're really, they're really sexy. And didn't interact with at the time. Yeah. Mm. And then I found out at the end that uh, Mr. Paris had actually played with that other guy in the pool as well. Yeah, after he played with you, yeah. <laughs> so, so they sort of went, ah. Oh. Possibilities, possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> the clogs turning my head, oh, this, this hot couple and the guy is interested in doing stuff with the guy because that was the first time for this for other guy. Well. Yeah. yeah. So there's all three of us, it was the first time. It was so sexy. So everyone was just exhausted from partying all day and... And drinking and, and drinking, being in the yeah. sun. Yeah. So we all agreed, we'll all part ways, go nap, do whatever we do and... And meet for dinner. No, meet after dinner. After dinner. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's true. Meet after dinner. So we went back to our hotel room. And we tried to sleep, but there was a bit of a failure. Yeah, I think I got a good half hour sleep. Mm, I'm not sure I managed to sleep at all. I think I was too excited from the afternoon. So then we showered, we dressed up in our sexy, well, sexy lingerie for me. Yeah, and, and we actually dressed up properly this time rather than jandals and jeans. Yes, and then we went out to one of the restaurants that was on the on the list. The waitress was really nice. We got chatting to her. Yeah. We sort of learned a bit about what it's like to work in Cape Dag. Because she was a libertine. Yeah, by so herself. She enjoyed her spare time to play. I can't imagine actually working there when you're really not in um, in the lifestyle at all. No, that would be strange if you're just a normal waiter and decide, oh, I'm just going to get a job here because I've seen it advertised in the paper. It would probably make you want to try it. Oh, yeah. Or if not, you'd be traumatised. <laughs> <laughs> so we chatted with the waitress and then we realised that... Um, Mr. and Mrs. Paris were actually on the balcony of a, another restaurant across, across from us and they waved at us and so we joined them after dinner for a drink and we had a good chat and the other couple from the pool party was there too and also also another couple that we didn't really speak with. Yeah, another, we didn't really speak with that other couple that much. We sort of tried but they were a bit weird. <laughs> well, not weird, they were just a bit snobby. They were not interested. Yeah, it seemed like they didn't want to make an effort or chat to us or anything like that. Like, they've got enough friends, why would they talk to these newcomers? And maybe they didn't speak English. Yeah, maybe. But you speak French very well. Yeah, yeah. We were all a bit tired from the big day. And uh, I think Mr. and Mrs. Paris decided to go back to the hotel or the room. I think she she had had a bit too much to drink or maybe a bit too much sun on the day. So she wasn't feeling Yeah, well. she was absolutely exhausted. I think we'd gone to a bar for one drink and then she just decided, nah, can't do it. Going Which is good enough. I mean, I think it's uh, it's it's fair. If if you don't oh, feel yeah. up for it, just don't force yourself. Exactly. Nothing good could come out of it. And we were pretty much in the same boat. We were thinking, oh, I'm glad someone's left. That means we can. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be the first one doing it. Yeah, because we were running on like a few hours sleep and partying all day. And alcohol. And alcohol. And I'd learned not to have another Sudafed. So yeah, we went to the... Um, there was a Latin bar for a drink and a dance, and then they left. So we decided to go to the Melrose with um, the hot couple from the pool and the snobby couple that we didn't really interact with. We danced a little bit. For the first time, I had a dance on the on the well with the pole on the platform on the stage. Yeah, on the platform with the pole. I like that. That was fun. It's it. It took a lot of uh, of courage for me to go, but because I didn't go by myself, that was a bit easier. I don't think I would have gone by myself at that time, but because I went with the hot girl from the couple, that was easier. But after that, we were probably ready to go to bed after you'd had your dance. We'd been out for about an hour and a half after we'd had dinner, mm. and we were just like, okay, let's go to bed. But then we said, well, it's our last night here. You know what? Shall we just ask this hot couple if they want to come back to our hotel room with us? If they say yes, okay, great, we'll get to know them a bit more. If they say no, even better, we can go to bed. <laughs> it was a bit like, oh, we don't want to, to waste it, so let's try it. And if it works, fine. If it doesn't work, well, that's kind of secretly what we really want. Yeah, you don't <laughs> really ask, so you tired. never know. So Sherry asked them 
proposition them and we'll proposition them yeah show you us oh we're going to head back to our hotel room would love you to come come join us us. yeah Yeah. i was really half more than half expecting them to say no because we hadn't chatted with them that much yeah and they were really hot (laughs) and so they went and chatted off to the side a little bit for five minutes or so and danced oh no even that yeah well a few minutes minutes. yeah so sort of danced a bit while we waited got ready packed our stuff up and then they came back and said yeah we'd love to (laughs) oh wow okay (laughs) oh oh, no that means we're not sleeping (laughs) so okay great and uh so we said goodbye to that snobby couple (laughs) and uh made our way out and actually i didn't feel guilty at all for leaving them no well they had they hadn't really acknowledged us all night so why would we yeah make an effort then we headed back to um yep and uh the guy at the door so the previous night when we arrived home, we asked him, oh, is it fine to bring people back? And he said, no, it's encouraged to bring people back. <laughs> so when we arrived back with another couple, he was like, ah, I see you've got he company here. He was so happy. <laughs> he was real happy for us. And um, he said, oh, do you have drinks in your room? We're like, oh, actually, no, we don't. He said, oh, do you want me to go get a bottle of wine for you? So yeah. he said, oh, cool. So he went and picked up a bottle of wine from somewhere because the bar in the restaurant, or the bar in the, um, sorry, uh... In the hotel? And the hotel was closed. So he had to go to another hotel or to a club and get a bottle of wine from there, which was really cool. So we all went back to our room and sat around and drank some drank some wine and mm-hmm. got to know each other a bit better. Yeah. So how are we going to call that couple? Um, let's call them Han Solo and Princess Leia. <laughs> I like how you come up with the strangest names. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Han and Leia. Okay, so Han and Leia. So we had a, a glass of wine and chatted and, and we started kissing, as in Kiwi and me kissing, and Han and Leia kissing together. Because it turns out that they were both quite shy as well. So we were sort of, neither of us were escalating overly quickly and it was taking a while to build. And that's always the best way to start escalating a situation is, well, I find, kissing yeah. Sherry and then it sort of moves from there. Yeah, and I find that, in general, that's the hardest bit for me, starting it. When you know you like those people, you, you, you know or you think they like you, how do you start it? Strip poker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, we, <laughs> what if we don't have cards? <laughs> yeah. Kissing. So we each started kissing our respective partners and then shifted to the bed so we could be all closer to each other. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, then you were touching me and... Yeah, and you, you started kissing her. Yes, I really like kissing women. Just just saying. Yeah, so we were kneeling on the bed in a position where you were kneeling, facing Leah, kissing her, and then I was behind you, kissing the back of your neck, touching you, and Han was behind Leah, kissing her neck, touching her a bit. Mm-hmm. And then sort of the hands explored out more, and I was touching Leah, and Han was touching you, and then I was kissing Leah over your shoulder, and you were kissing Han over his shoulder, and just sort of touching and hands exploring everywhere. And then I feel some hands come around and start <laughs> touching my front and touching my cock. It's a recurrent theme, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> the wandering hands. And I realized that it was Han. So he... then you became even harder, I suppose, because, you know, it wasn't me, it was a man. <laughs> So, yeah, I realized that he was touching me and I started touching him around too. and doing the same as well. Mm. And then, well, to me, the whole evening now is a bit of a blur because so much happened and it was for quite a few hours. But um, there's something that stands out a lot is when you and Han were just playing together. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it evolved quickly where the boys were just enjoying each other. <laughs> so, well, this is something new. Let's, let's see where this goes. Yeah. Let's see what new delights there are. Yeah. You seemed really into it. Yeah, uh, so Sherry and Leah were joking that maybe they should just sit back and watch us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, well, you don't need us, apparently, so we'll just have a look and have a watch and enjoy the show. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was quite a show, actually. You were both really into, well, into each other's dicks. And there's at one point we were 69ing. That was good fun. Oh, that was so hard to watch. That was amazing. I really enjoyed it at one point... Um, both Sherry and I were giving him a double blowjob and mm. feeding each other his cock. And and having a, a little competition. Who can take the most? I guess I won. But yeah, I had more, way more experience. experience than you. <laughs> we need to have uh, another rematch soon. 
a deep throat competition. Yeah. Mm. Although you've been getting a bit of practice in recently. Yeah. So yeah, that, that lasted quite a while, display. Well, it was not just Kiwi and Han. Uh, at some point, we, well, the girls, we joined again. And there was more interaction with everyone involved. And Yeah, it was very uh, much four-way play. Yeah, yeah. It was, I never felt um, that anyone was left out. Yeah. It was very inclus- inclusive and it was, it was, oh, it was so good. I think it was a really, they're a really good couple to interact with because you could tell that they were really into each other as well. Mm-hmm. Which is always really important to us. We like playing with couples who are really into each other and then we are sort of just there to add to the experience rather than people who want to ignore each other and focus 100% on us. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good four-way chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were exhausted after that because we, like I said, hardly slept. Big but night. it lasted a few hours of, of yeah, play. Yeah, huh? we it kept on going and going yeah. and going. Because did, did you come eventually? No, I didn't. Because I didn't come at the pool party. I didn't come that evening either. A whole day of sex without coming. That's very impressive. By the time we did decide to finish up and it was time to go, I sort of packed up and said our goodbyes, exchanged numbers. It may have been 5am at that point. Yeah, probably. And they said, oh, so do you want to meet tomorrow morning for a coffee? We have to go back up to somewhere in central France, but uh, we'd love to meet you for a drink first or something. We'd love to meet you in the morning. And uh, Sherry just said, I don't know, maybe. (laughs) Goodbye. And then they left. And I was thinking, what the hell? What the hell was that? We've just had this amazing evening with these people. Like, really good connection. A lot of fun. They like, invite us to have coffee in the morning. And you say, I don't know, maybe. I'm not sure what oh. happened then. I think I was just so tired. I was basically falling asleep. And I didn't think about being polite. And it's not that I didn't want to meet them at all. It's just... I'm not sure. (laughs) I have no explanation for it. But the next day, after we woke up, I felt so guilty because... Once I told you. Yeah, you told me and I hadn't realised what I had done. (laughs) And I felt so guilty. I just texted them, um, offering them to come to the hotel because they can come if they're with us. People that are not staying at the hotel normally can't just show up. Yeah, they can be invited in as guests. Yeah, so (laughs) I texted them saying... Oh, do you, do you want to come for, well, to to lounge by the pool with us? Yeah. <laughs> to make it up for, for what I said last night. Well, I didn't say that in my text, obviously. I think I think I managed to redeem myself. Yeah. <laughs> so they ended up coming after we, we had breakfast and then they arrived. And we had packed up our room by that time because we had to check out that day. So we just left our luggage behind the counter and lay in the sun. Or not in the sun, in the shade. <laughs> Better uh, avoid the sun yeah. with your skin. Lay in the shade covered in factor 50 <laughs> basically and just had a bit of a chat read our books and yeah that was just good fun drank a couple of cocktails yeah we played a little bit by the pool but it was just between sherry and i and them two it wasn't full-on interaction no it, but it was still nice to be next to each other and just you know make you a bit hard she would make him a bit hard it was it was very sexy actually so it was just a great relaxing day and um, then they had to go because they had a long way to drive. It's like seven hours drive or something. Mm. Don't know how they did that. Yeah, so after they left, we stayed by the pool for a bit longer. Yeah. And do you remember there was that um, Russian couple maybe whom oh, we yeah. didn't know at all. And they just saw us and they came to us and invited us to go to their room. Yeah. It's like they were walking past on their way to their room, saw us, turned to the side and just said, oh, do you want to come to our room with us and have sex? It's like, well, Hello? who are you? <laughs> Hello. Nice to meet you. <laughs> And also, I think at that time, we were just sexed out. Yeah. We had had so much the previous night. We were not in the room, in um, in the mind for interacting with other people. It was just yeah. too much. <laughs> but we did, yeah, we did have sex one last time between ourselves, us. Yeah, yeah, by the pool, which was really hot. And because I hadn't come the whole previous day, when I came, it was <laughs> so much. Quite a few couples were having sex on and off around the, around the swimming pool. Yeah. And then uh, had a shower. And uh, headed off, said our goodbyes to Cap Dagged yeah. for 2018. Yeah. No, it was sad. So we drove all the way up to Toulouse that evening, which is a few hours. That was a that felt like a long drive, a really long drive. I was sad. Yeah, we were sad, and we were exhausted. And we stayed in a airport hotel. Yep, <laughs> like a really depressing airport hotel. We had to drop our rental car off and then walk back from the airport through some weird like back alleyways. I forgot about that, yeah. And ate at the hotel restaurant. <laughs> oh, that seems so sad. 
after such a nice uh, two days. And we went to bed quite early that night, though. Oh, yeah. I think we had so much sleep to catch up on. Oh, I must have slept for about 13 hours that night. But that was our, I guess that was our second visit to Cape Dagd, in yeah. a nutshell. Wow. So the second one, as you can, well, as you've heard, was a lot more eventful than the first one. Yep. And a lot sexier for us. Yep. It was just so amazing. I think this time when we go in August, we will have a, we'll know what to expect a lot more. So we'll be able to come in prepared. So we're not going to spend a few days building up to it. We know to, <laughs> to hit the ground running. And also because we're staying a full week, we won't feel pressured like like we did, for example, on the on the last night to just go for it if we're really tired because we know there'll be the next day. Yeah. But I'm glad we did. I'm glad we did. I'm super glad we did. But uh, I'm not sure we could um, survive a whole week on that uh, with that rhythm. Yep, <laughs> I agree. Two hours sleep and a lot of drinking and a lot of sex and then sun and then again. I think, uh, Kiwi, you've compiled a list of um, of tips for Capdact. Yeah, things that we've learned from going there and just from reading. Things that we will do differently this time when we go back. But it's already looking like a really long podcast, so... I think we're going to skip that for this one. Yeah, we'll tell you next time. So what we will talk about this time, this episode, is our listener question. This listener question isn't really a question. It was more a email with feedback, which distilled down to one main question, which is, why aren't you full swap? Mm. The email was a bit longer than just why aren't you full swap, but it was all in French. That is a really good question because it seems to be that a lot of couples do progress to full swap quite quickly, even not even if it's not quickly. By the time we've been in the lifestyle for coming up on two and a half years now, that's a long time to still be soft swap. So why aren't we full swap, Kiwi? We kind of brushed um, upon it a little bit today when we mentioned the Brazilians and the fact that we didn't do it even though we were tempted to. Yeah, I think for me personally, I've always loved foreplay. I actually prefer foreplay or soft play because foreplay implies that it's just something leading up to a main event it becomes the target the goal is to have sex to have piv sex whereas if that's not on the table it allows you to be a lot more creative with the types of play which you have it takes any expectations of where you're trying to arrive off the table mm -hmm. and it makes it makes the foreplay the main event also um with soft play only To me, at least, it feels like it's more group-focused, as in three, four people. Well, generally four, we're talking about couples here. Rather than two and two, where you swap and I'm with Mr. X and you're with Mrs. X, and that's it. Here, it's the four of us together, and we kind of can be you and him for a while, and me and her, and then me and you again. Just, it's changing all the time, and it's not just we swap once and that's it. It feels a lot more group-focused and a lot more fluid, especially that's part of the reason why we've been playing a lot more with bi-couples. Well, not exclusively with bi-couples, but we do prefer a lot more recently to play with bi-couples because of that fluidity and that... Mm. It feels less swappy with bi-couples. Yeah. A situation which is spoken about a lot, but... We haven't experienced it, obviously. Yeah, is where one couple finishes up first, and then what do they do while the other couple is finishing? And that's a situation that we have found hasn't really arisen for us because if it's soft play, even if a guy does finish, it's not like you have reached this pinnacle of having sex and then that's done and the interaction has sort of come to an end, it's wound down. It's more like if the guy comes, he can still carry on doing whatever he was doing before he came or even if he wants to relax on the side, the woman can come and join in and not feeling like they're interrupting anything. It's a lot more of a group focus. So it, mm. it feels like it doesn't have that climax, which then it's leaves not an end some point. of the people. Yeah, it's not an end point. So coming isn't the finish. Yeah. And also, at the moment, it's, it's enough for us. We're happy with this situation. We don't feel like we need more to be satisfied. Yeah. We really enjoy the soft swap aspect. In the future, we, we may go to full swap when we meet someone that, or some people that we have a really good connection with and feel really comfortable with, and we want to go down that alleyway, down the alley, <laughs> <laughs> down that dark alleyway. Yeah. Um, but at, at the, the moment, moment, it's not something that we feel like doing. Yeah, it's something we were open to, but not just not doing. One of the other parts in the email was around It would be a lot more interesting if we were full swap and we could talk about that a lot more. Yeah, that the podcast was a bit boring because it wasn't full swap. Yeah, and I agree it probably would be a lot more interesting to talk about for the podcast, but 
it's the podcast about what we do. We don't want to do things for the podcast. And yeah, most podcasters are full swap, but not everybody in the lifestyle is full swap. A lot of people are still soft swap. So even though our choices may not resonate with everyone, we hope that they do resonate with some people out there and they will be able to relate to it. Because the swinging community is very diverse in many aspects, including the play styles. So that's our current play styles. Other people have different play styles. So I think it's good that we're representing an aspect of it. And just because someone is in full swap or plays in a different way, why well, it doesn't make them less legitimate, right? Yeah, exactly. I think we should be a lot more open to different play styles and different people and try and reduce gatekeeping around you're not a real swinger because you don't do X. So even though it wasn't really submitted as a question, thank you for your feedback. It was interesting to read and it definitely sparked an interesting conversation mm-hmm. between us. Yeah. If you want to submit a listener question or get in contact with us, we love hearing from you. So find us on Twitter. We are Kiwi and Cherry, all one word. And you can also email us at kiwiandcherry at gmail.com. And you can find our website at www.sharingiscaringpodcast.com. And a big thanks to Tony AUS London, so I guess you're from Australia and living in London, for giving us the first review. I don't know who you are, but you're awesome. (laughs) To everyone else, um, if you've got a spare 20 seconds or so once you've finished listening to this podcast and if you've enjoyed it, please do jump onto the iTunes store, leave a review, leave a rating, whatever you have time for. We really appreciate it. And thank you very much for listening to this episode of Sharing is Caring. Join us next episode where we will talk about bisexuality to celebrate Pride Month. And remember, sharing is caring. My laptop sounds like it's going to take off. Maybe I should like put it in the freezer for a while. <laughs> he was properly... It's like a baby arm. <laughs> oh. Baby holding an apple. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, cut that out, okay. <laughs> <laughs>